This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome to Mother. No, it's Mother. Welcome to Mother, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences. We're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way you never have before, but have always needed. It's time we rewrite the Mother Code. Hi, and welcome to Mother, Rewriting the Mother Code with me, Dr. Gertrude Lyons. So we are heading into April. Yes, and the theme, my overall theme for the month of April, started about a week ago, um, is transition, right? Because we are all, every human on this planet uh, is in transition because we're going from the season of winter to the season of spring. So there's collectively ways that we're all in transition. And I'm going to share just a little bit of today about my personal uh, transition and what it means to me and how I'm planning for it, what I'm thinking about it, and hopes that you know you can relate to whatever transitions you're in, and then universally, you know how some of them we're all in together. So I want us to feel collective, but also spark some thoughts and ideas for you individually as I share uh, my transition journey. Yeah, because. This was the, this is and will be uh, the second winter of us living uh, in Mexico, being away from Chicago for the whole winter. So basically we came the end of December and we will be here till mid-April and basically um, almost exactly marking the season of winter because we, I think we came down here about the 22nd of December. So right after the winter solstice, and now um, a month after the spring equinox, but right at um, what are considered, you know, it's it's also this time of year has a number of religious holidays. So Easter will be actually flying back on Easter, Passover, be in the midst of Ramadan. Um, you know, I don't think it's an accident that there are so many celebrations and ways, you know, for us to mark this transition and you know, living in Mexico, it, it doesn't happen in the seasonal way and the, the weather kind of way that it does in Chicago. And, and in fact, it's, it's kind of the opposite. And we are, um, you know, we're in the dry season here. And so everything's actually, everything here is turning brown and dying, um, and so to speak, and leaves are falling off things you know, versus Chicago where things are bursting back into life and it's during the rainy season here, but there's still differences, you know, there's still um, ways that the light is different and the temperature changes and all sorts of things. So having us all, and I've really been working on being way more aware of wherever I am, you know, how the seasons impact me, you know, what are the cues and signals around me? Um, and that's something that I've so hugely valued uh, about being able to spend time you know, these last two full years, yeah, over coming, actually two full years as of now, um, when the pandemic started here in Mexico, where I'm so much more 
living in in nature and the elements and it's right in front of me and I can't escape it and you know versus Chicago which I love you know I love my home in Chicago I love it dearly um but became very aware that even you know with a lovely outdoor garden I almost never see the moon um and some things like that that I miss and have to work a little bit harder at so these are some of the things that I'm being with and I I just want to share and kind of go into it a little bit more about what it feels like to be heading back to Chicago for me you know what's what's going on in my arena in that regard. And I would say I have mixed feelings and I don't know how that'll change over the years, but given that we're not hundred percent out of the pandemic, but certainly, you know, in a very different place than we have, uh, I'm more excited this year to go back and, you know, be in Chicago and be with people and, and my friends and close loved ones that are in Chicago. And that is something that you know, brings me tremendous nourishment, uh, tremendous solace, I guess, you know, even in what I, I, I know is we're still in challenging times. I'm not pretending that we're not, but, you know, things are, are definitely different. So I'm excited from that perspective. And, you know, I really didn't expect, and it's something the pandemic brought, that Mexico would feel so much like home or become you know, truly another home for us. And it's a place where, you know, Rich and I and and I and us as a couple just have so much more space. You know, we don't have as many distractions. We, you know, get in a rhythm here that is very nourishing. And it causes me to then look at like, okay, I don't have the same external aspects that I do in Chicago, but how do I meet those yearnings? You know, how do I meet the kind of ease and connection that we have here, you know, back in Chicago and, and let it be different. You know, it is a little busier and crazier in, in Chicago and that's okay too. You know, I, I want to be able to operate in, you know, all of these spheres and not necessarily feel like, oh, one is better than the other, or I have to be someplace, you know, to ultimately be nourished. But you know, in these last weeks that I have here, I want to take explicit advantage of the aspects that are here. And we've worked this whole quarter really hard on what it means to plan. And even with it being easier here, we can still get disconnected as a couple. I can get disconnected and just kind of get into my driven workspace and forget to take time to be, you know, in the elements and outdoors. It's so accessible to me. So, um, it always takes some thought, some awareness on our part to, and it's to mother ourselves and to give ourselves what we need and in any circumstance in any given moment. I, today is a perfect example of that. Um, I have a very full day. I, right before hopping on to do this recording, I led a, a session at a women's forum. It was, it was put on by the Quinlan Loyola's Quinlan School of Business and uh, their women's arm and their women's leadership arm put on a forum today. And I got to speak on feminine leadership advantage. And, you know, I was up in the darkness, you know, and, and really I was very nervous. Um, and I, I did a lot of things to help myself prepare. So one of the reasons I'm bringing that up it is while I'm talking about kind of this bigger transition from here to there, these are the kinds of things that I could carry with me, right? 
lighting candles, creating a beautiful space, you know, getting, you know, the, the, the beverages that I need and getting my space set up and, you know, drawing from various resources and, and, uh, a morning ritual that I do, um, making sure that even though I was nervous and, you know, kind of starting to feel a little like flustered, like I had to get on screen. Um, I made sure to do those things and I know it made a difference. You know, yeah, I still had, I still kind of do, but, uh, had butterflies in my stomach. Uh, but I was able to tend to my feelings, you know, and I took a moment to be with my husband and, and share that I was afraid and, you know, that helps soothe and calm some of those fears, um, naming it to tame it. Right. And bringing myself. So anything that I could do to bring myself back to myself and more present and understand that fear is a part of it. Right. And, and, uh, I had prepared, but still always feel anxious and, you know, allow myself to then, you know, enjoy and be in the space with these other women, which, you know, I think I did fairly well. There's always, you know, room for improvement, but I'm, I felt good. And I know that my preparation and the transition into the talk made a very big difference. So those are, you know, the kinds of things that we're talking about today is how do we tend to ourselves in transitions, right? And we just, I just completed, I just did um, a weekend on my very first, you know, weekend experience, weekend retreat here in Mexico, something I've had in my mind and dreamed about, you know, since we envisioned having a place here and making it a reality, but to have women come together and celebrate this transition of a season and the season of spring and the spring equinox and practice our muscles of tuning in, tuning into ourselves and um, at whatever level, whatever, you know, kind of level of growth work or practice you have at that. I particularly, you know, as women wanted us to tune into some of the less valued, some of the, the um, less focused on aspects, like how do the four elements intervene in our lives, earth, air, fire, water, and how do we incorporate those in anything from daily rituals to um, instead of just taking a shower in the morning, imagining cleansing, you know, imagining a whole different experience experience and a preparation for the day using the water element and like I talked about earlier creating a beautiful space and practicing um and living into my passion you know the fire element uh which is my covenant to engage fully and and be alive and, and make a difference in the world you know through myself and then share that with others so you know, how can those operate in our lives and how do we use those to, you know, more uh, profoundly impact our transitions? Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women. And coming to really take time for yourself. 
Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go. It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if that idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up, but now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. We also looked at, you know, what is it? How can we see just things that happen in our everyday and things that, you know, to notice, right? And I have to be present with myself. And that takes work. That takes, you know, some self-awareness and some deep work. And I'm always super grateful. And in my own journey, continuously with the frameworks we have at the right foundation to do that, um, to practice living toward a vision to notice the mistaken beliefs I have, you know, what's in the way of me living, you know, my life more fully as a woman, you know, using masculine values to enhance my journey as a woman. So all of these, you know, are aspects that we, we touched on through experiences this past weekend, you know, bringing to light and then, you know, being in the season of spring and, and how much of it in, in so many cultures is about rebirth. And is about, you know, coming out of the darkness into the light because it's not temperature driven. You know, we all experience more, you know, darkness in the season of winter as we move into the season of spring, you know, and how can we work with those energies? What is, what does it mean to do that? We worked on that over the weekend to, um, you know, the first one is just being aware, being aware that it's happening, being aware that we have access to them and they're right, you know, they're right there in front of us, whether it's through learning about and understanding the rituals that were performed by various cultures and, you know, um, honoring them and maybe practicing them in a way that, that feels right to you. And that could be your own traditions 
and doing that in a more meaningful way, or it can be, um, you know, and, and I say this in an honoring way, not, you know, co-opting others, but I think seeing, you know, the, the beauty in other um, rituals. I, I have many friends who will be partaking and, you know, living into during this season, um, Ramadan. And at various times, I on a journey with them, you know, I, I have profound, profoundly inspired by their dedication to um, fast and go inward, you know, for a whole month and honor, you know, the rhythms of that and, you know, learn and grow and, and, you know, they become very aware of the transitions of a day in a whole different way by doing that. And I've, you know, just by uh, practicing it a little bit, you know, with them, feel a sense of community and an honoring of that tradition and, and how it can impact me, you know, in my life. And I'm very grateful, you know, to have them in my life and know that, you know, we also um, kind of looking at this weekend, which, you know, really afforded me and the individuals that, that joined me and the women that joined me on that weekend, all of this was under the umbrella of looking at how do we mother ourselves, you know, in stressful times, in easeful times. You know, I've been with women down here in Mexico who were there technically on vacation and find, you know, and still needing support uh, to transition and really have vacation doesn't automatically come easy, you know, and, and we, we have to be mindful of vacation time in addition to the high pressure work times and family time, right? But looking at ourselves, seeing ourselves collectively, because the women I were with, I was with last weekend, on the weekend together, um, covered the whole continuum of their of the mothering journey, you know, thinking about possibly wanting to have children in their mothering journey to women who have decided not to include children in that journey, women who have children at various ages um, and women, you know, who are mothering their careers, you know, their relationships and just how, you know, profound that was for them. But through it all, looking at how do I mother myself, right? And uh, it's the theme I want to keep coming back to and looking at the mistaken beliefs and what they needed to rewrite um, in their lives to allow in uh, more of this nourishment, more of these aspects, these energies, you know, from the season, from the four elements, you know, from nature herself and, and food, you know, we really focused on, cause we sit down to meals and we, it, it's such a valuable transition time. And that's something that Rich and I have carried forth, you know, whether we're here, whether we're in Chicago, as we've been making our meal times more meaningful. And that's a connection point, you know, in our day where, you know, we share, we do a paired share with each other and give each other space um, to just express for a period of time and, you know, nourish ourselves, you know, through relationship as well as the food. And we talked about food uh, this weekend and, and finding deeper meaning in the foods that we're eating, not just, you know, their nutrition values and the calories, you know, that kind of more masculine aspect of uh, the food we partake in. But, you know, what are some of the more mystical qualities of the food and meanings that have been held, different um, deeper meanings that have been held, um, whether it's a carrot that is rooted deep in the ground and root that goes, you know, straight down and deep, but, and it has that masculine aspect 
and the um, whereas what's seen and on top is the feminine, you know, kind of the frilly aspect, you know, that might more stereotypically be seen as feminine is what's on the exterior, you know, and what we see, but how they're both there and working together um, in harmony with each other. So, you know, really took our place on a whole journey uh, just around our meals. So I'm hoping, you know, that this sheds some light. And I, I know for me, as I'm heading, you know, back to Chicago, I'm, I have some trepidation, you know, you get into a rhythm and a routine in one place. And I think it's, you know, both important and, and good. And I'm grateful to have such a big transition to kind of keep me on my toes and, um, you know, help me appreciate where I am in the moment and really uh, take it in and, and use it fully and, you know, bring that energy that I know will be bringing back with me into Chicago and planning and, and looking forward to, you know, the aspects that, you know, the city energy and, and, you know, being in our home in Chicago and, and the special things that that brings. So I hope you're relating everything from, you know, the transitions minute in your day to the big ones, you know, in our lives that we can be in these together and honoring them and honoring our journey and honoring the feminine values and the feminine aspects of them. Um, not more so, you know, but in harmony with the masculine, we just, we're at a point in time where we just need to give a lot more airtime, you know, to the feminine values of being and um, intuition, you know, but seeing them in balance with intuition, with logic and doing with being, you know, not in replace of, replacement of, but looking at which ones, you know, will support us in our transition and honoring our journey ahead. So can't wait to, to hear from you. I, I love uh, when I hear from you. So please, you know, follow me on Instagram. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter, which is linked in the show notes. So I would love, you know, love, love, love. We'll have a newsletter coming out shortly and would love to have you be part of it. So please sign up for that. Um, I'm also going to invite you to subscribe and leave a review. So more and more people uh, can share and, and everything that comes together on the Mother podcast. So thank you so much and blessings. Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Mother. Wait, no, subscribe to Mother. It helps other people who need this message, aka all women, well, actually everybody, men included. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com. I'll see you next time.